Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. As always, I am joined by AIW owner John Thorne. What's up, Thorne? What's up? I am here. Hell yeah. Keeping it going. We also this week have another guest with us back again, uh, AIW, part of the AIW commentary team, Dustin Alberti. What's up, Dustin? Hey guys, uh, it's great to be here. Hell welcome yeah. Welcome back. Welcome. welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be back, especially to talk about AIW Leap this Thursday at the Mercury Lounge in Lakewood, Ohio. Look at that. Already getting into the hard sell week. Hell yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we, we are here for it because, you know, uh, much to uh, my positivity of last week, it does. this show is in need of some hard selling uh, based on the, the, the ticketing. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that in a little bit uh i don't know if you listened to the pod last week dustin but uh, we dove into a little bit of intense tv and uh you know you're kind of uh the glue that's holding it all together and you know putting putting the pieces together so to speak um you know sewing up the uh the body parts on the frankenstein's monster that is intense tv <laughs> you're telling me i'm the i'm the writer director chase oliver my uh producer editor that's what we do um it's it's been taking uh it's been slowly coming together uh, i just got the next couple episodes finished up today i we're gonna shoot those here shortly and it's i mean it's it been here, very uh here heard, heard it here first folks for uh all those people that have been emailing me for the years wondering how well adam finally does have a writing team <laughs> yeah there i am <laughs> I'm the I am the writer, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's been uh, it's been extremely fulfilling, honestly. Like to see how successful it was these first couple weeks, uh, something that I just like, like even like the I mean, I don't want to call them Jeff from corporate skits because it was very much Jeff from corporate himself doing all of these things, but like even seeing those things come to fruition uh, and seeing people enjoy pretty much what I wrote, filmed, directed, like. I wrote a little bit of it. Become a thing. I, yeah, you wrote a little bit well, of I'll it. I'll give you. I, I I don't really write it. I give. I give bullet points, I, and then you kind of you know pull it all together. It's kind of like, you know, I, that's kind of how the whole intensive thing came together. Was like, I think we should do it like this, like this, like this, like this. But I just don't have time to do it, you know, and, and really format it. And uh, I said format really weird there, but uh, <laughs> format format it. Yeah, that was very strange. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then you guys have kind of taken, you know, those bullet points and, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, figured out because it was a lot of nonsense, especially <laughs> when I threw, uh, threw Jeff and corporate in there, uh, you know, after they were already filmed and produced, you know, a little behind the behind the curtain there, you know, Jeff. It's honestly Jeff, that Jeff from corporate stuff was so much fun. Like uh, you guys will see. On this week's episode, there's a couple of things and like one of those, like one of these skits that is filmed, like wasn't even planned. Like people came with their own ideas and like, that's what I really am happy about with this. And I'm hoping more and more members of the roster see it and see it as a vehicle to kind of see themselves like a way for them to grow themselves uh, a little, you know, and they can use it to their advantage too. a little bit. You know, I guess, you know, that's the point of this podcast is kind of, you know, to dissolving the uh, kayfabe or whatever, you know, and just kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of stuff. But, uh, you know, it, I'll be the first to admit, you know, when uh, when I saw the completed project, I said, well, 
This is exactly why we're never going to make it, guys. But uh, it's great. <laughs> it is exactly what I wanted it to be. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the fun of it. The moose and and Jeff from Corporate's hair. With that was your your touch there, wasn't it, Thorne? I could the whole thing. I wrote that whole. <laughs> oh, I didn't specifically say moose, but I gave I, I gave uh, what I thought. To get ready for the day. I gave my vision of what how I thought Jeff from Corporate would prepare for this big opportunity. And, uh, you know, they, they, the moose was thrown in. Uh, that, that was a little uh, creative license, I think, on uh, uh, somebody's <laughs> behalf. But uh, it was, it was me. I'll tell you what, what actually happened was I was out prop shopping and I was actually looking for like that, like really brightly colored LA looks like gel, hair gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great gel. Like, yeah. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, yeah. you know what's even funnier? The idea of moose because <laughs> nobody uses moose anymore. No, so I found a, moose and that's a good call went with it. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the depth hair gel that's like bright orange or whatever. Yeah, like super bright colored. Yeah, seventh grade shit right there for sure. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of my vision, and it was just like, you know, we were thinking of how to add. And listen, we understand like this isn't for everybody, but that's kind of the point. Like these intense TVs can stand in their own universe, and they're like, you can see the lineup for the show, and you can see the show, and you don't have to see intense TV at all, and you'll still enjoy the show Thursday. But like intense TV, it's just giving it more context like you know it's what i've been talking about with all the stuff we've been doing the complimentary content like if you want it like here it is it is there and it's it's out there for for everybody if you don't want it you're still going to see a great aw show on thursday and it's really not going to impact you know how how you view it um but you know this we had this idea for intense tv for a while we shot them um at uh <laughs> on, at eye for an eye we shot a lot of them and yeah. then this jeff from corporate thing kind of like came to me after it was already shot and i was like well you know like a fever dream i was like you know it just kind of you know this is how this is also a cool as andy came to be you know it was just uh sometimes my brain uh gets gets going on something and um i you know i was just like hey you know what if and then it was like, well, these shows are written, films, edited. Uh, so that's why, you know, there's really no context from the hosts about Jeff from Corporate, which I also don't think really needs to happen anyway. Like, I don't think that anybody would know that unless we were saying that right now. But, uh, yeah, all the Jeff from Corporate stuff was like, you know, it was like reshoots almost for the uh, finished product. And just to give a little bit more context to Thursday nights and, and, you know, we have, we have this one Thursday, hopefully it, you know, which we'll discuss, hopefully people come and support it and we can do more of them. And then if we can do more of them, we can kind of have this kind of standalone little universe thing established on intense TV with Jeff from corporate and, you know, this kind of, you know, he's running the show thing. This Thursday at the Mercury Music Lounge, uh, I think I think we should get a decent walk up. I feel we were discussing a little earlier. Um, I feel like you know, 20, tickets twenty dollars across the board. So I think maybe maybe some people are just waiting. You know, there's no need. You know, there's no front row or whatever. You know, there's no premium seating to buy. So everyone's just gonna you know grab them day of. I'm thinking. 
I hope. I mean, it's Jeff from fucking corporate's job is on the line. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jeff from corporate needs to put some of his money in the uh, marketing budget, I think. Get out there and flyer. Cover yeah, the Lakewood uh, area, Jeff. This stuff was kind of all thrown in after the fact. And I, I think, you know, it really kind of added a little bit to episode two. And, you know, you didn't really need the host even commenting on it. Like there was kind of almost two threads going on for you know in a in a 30 minute show which was i thought was uh, perfectly executed you know as perfect as you can do with the you know we're trying to keep them you know 30 minutes bell to bell so to speak um so you know i think it i i, I think it it went well <coughs> and you know i i think there's a lot of kind of fun and, and and things that we can do you know and like i said it's it, it's there for the people that want it and the people that don't want it like it's not going to change your you know your enjoyment of aw one way or the other yeah well you want to get into this card a little bit here for the sh- this show we have thursday um i don't know dustin you got anything you know any, any other behind the behind the curtain that you want to behind the curtain talk about at all uh no like i said i mean it's been very fun uh chase oliver and i you know, we're also part of, as the AIW production team, we also go out to Black Label Pro. Uh, we spend pretty much five hours there, five hours back, talking almost exclusively about ideas for Intense TV. Uh, we got a lot of ideas. I mean, between the two of us and you, Thorne, like, I think it's going to end up like, it's going to really be, take on a life of its own. And I think it's going to almost have like a cult following amongst AIW fans. Uh, I think it's going to, it's going to enhance shows so much more than people expect or as it already has. I think once we really figure out the full scape of what this show can do, we will. Yeah. It's like a, uh, it's like a hybrid between like a, like a bootleg Chikara and public access wrestling TV, which, you know, what a better marriage, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I, and I've been watching a little bit like I've been watching some of those, you know, Cleveland all pro public access master tapes and stuff. And like, there's like not a lot, like there's nothing like that, but um, you know, and I don't know if you know about this, but uh, you know, Wadsworth could certainly, if we can get him a working microphone uh, one day, we can get him on to talk about it. But like, uh, I don't know if you guys are hip to this or not, but there was this public access show called sports entertainment productions and uh, Wadsworth was on it and it was, wrestling like the whole it was a public access show and the whole thing was wrestling without wrestling like the whole show was a wrestling show with absolutely zero wrestling and it had this like cult following in the cleveland area and uh, that's like the perfect kind of wrestling show yeah like instead of like instead of having a wrestling match people would like settle their differences with like a hot dog eating contest or (laughs) or, like things like that but it was like all rest like everybody had gimmicks and it was all these like weird things and um I'm ready to bring that back. Yeah. Can we do that too? I, I think there's, I yeah. think, yeah. I think there's like a YouTube channel, and Chandler Biggins was actually on it too. Now that you know, I was gonna say I, I remember somebody saying that's kind of, kind of how Biggins got yeah that, more and more into the fold. <laughs> yeah, that's where you know that's Biggins was on it, and uh, Matt Wadsworth was on it, and there was like you know all these kind of intertwining things in like the late '90s, early 2000s indie wrestling in the show. But the show was like wrestling without wrestling. And uh, it was like, I don't know, like stuff like that is just uh, that like that's kind of what intense TV is. But it's like at the same time, it's just like the shows are like 
the AW in-ring product speaks for itself. Like that's not goofy or silly or, you know, so I guess sometimes it is, but for the most, like the, the live event experience is taken very seriously and the presentation is taken seriously. But if you can mix in some of this fun stuff with Jeff from corporate and promos and different things, I don't know, like why not? Right. Like, and if it, if people don't like it, people don't like it. I don't know. Uh, we're just kind of, you know, trying to, uh, throw something at the wall and see if it sticks like that's that's kind of the way i feel i definitely think the people who have watched it and give their feedback are enjoying it so i mean i i would say you know it's going well yeah and i don't think yeah that's i've been i've been kind of get trying to get people's ideas about things I, uh, some people really described it as like almost a hardcore tv and i was like yeah i could see that but yeah i mean that's i'm trying that's to ultimately like the kind of yeah form, what it is formula whatever but like you know you're mixing in kind of these you know silly skits and stuff like that but i mean i'm sure there's people that think it's stupid you know what i mean like it's like uh but i don't know like it i think when like we we did go for broke like it was so much fun for everybody that was involved with that whole thing because we were doing these just silly pro wrestling things and you know, like nobody really does a lot of stuff like that. So I think it's just, there's, there's more room to grow into something like that. And it's not going to impact, you know, what you see in the ring anyway, you know, it's just kind of that complimentary additional content. Like we've been talking about for months, you know, we finally have it kind of rolling right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, anything else, you know, intense TV wise, before we start getting into this hard sell here, kind of, I don't think so. I think that's about it. If anybody has any uh, criticisms, please send them my way. I'll uh, be sure to take them in note. Yeah, and if anybody, has any, if anybody has any praise, send it my way. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> um, we didn't – we don't have any uh, – there's no no dark matches uh, as far as I know, right? These are all just regular main show. Nothing was No, I mean we're not streaming, so I, you know, I think we got to get that out in the open too for some people that think they're going to be able to skip it and stay home and watch it. Um, not streaming live, you know, I think we probably maybe could, but we haven't been in there to test it out. Like the whole thing is still kind of in this weird feeling out process, uh, anyway. So it's just like, let's just, it, it, and also like, let's just take the pressure off of a lot of these people as well. Let them just kind of go out there and wrestle free, you know, and not have to deal with the, you know, Hey, like just uh, things are a lot different when you're on when you're on trailer especially you know at the you know a big show like at the temple or the shrine like things are are like constantly in motion and constantly just you know there's a lot going on there's a lot of moving parts and it's like let's kind of remove some of that from this experience and you know we even you know we were streaming live when we were at the winchester and um you know it's just like let's kind of remove that aspect from this thing and you know give a good live experience and you know let people kind of wrestle a little freer a little looser you know take the reins off a little bit more and the show will you know it'll it'll eventually you know show up on trailer plus but you know let's you know let's just kind of let the night kind of unfold on thursday night so you know um hopefully and that hopefully that makes people come out you know it's uh it's going to be a fun Thursday, you know, 20 bucks, uh, full bar have, they have food, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did think with giving so many people kind of this, you know, their own platform, I did think that I would see 
a lot of new ticket sales or just like a good pre-sale and I've not seen either to be perfectly honest you know we're we're sitting pretty bad you know I think uh, I think we're at like 40 tickets sold for Thursday so um, hopefully that changes you know uh, hopefully you know the, the performers listening to this podcast like realize like hey you know we went through a lot of trouble to make you know to kind of try to repair this relationship and you know uh sell the mercury lounge and what our capabilities are if we don't fulfill that obviously you know this is another one of those one and done situations so um you know i'm I'm not going to be doom and gloom about it there's not a lot of you know there's not a lot on on the line so to speak um you know other than you know, just basic expenses like insurance and U-Haul and you know what I mean? Like there, there's some, you know, like uh, there's some stuff, obviously, you know, you have your Zia Brookside and, you know, uh, that sort of thing, you know, the, the woman's match and, you know, some upper tier AIW guys. But, you know, it, it's really, you know, it's really about a successful platform for these kind of under the radar guys coming out of the school and i mean if it doesn't go good you know it's it we've done everything that we can on our end to kind of provide this platform that's that's kind of how i feel and you know i went through a lot of trouble and if it doesn't work it doesn't work it's not meant to be you know we have a full schedule of you know temple and and, and shrine shows to to you know focus on yeah, I would say I would say there's a more on the line than some people think. I mean, the Thursday shows, like you said, we put a lot of effort into bringing that back, but it's a big it's a big platform for some of the guys you're not going to see on every show, and you know, there's only so many. We talked about earlier that the roster is very uh, it's very full at the moment, you know, and you can only put so many people on on these temple and the shrine shows. And it's like this Thursday. I think they're. I think the Thursday shows are pretty important, you know, for for getting some of these newer faces, you know, some time. And if you're one of those newer faces, or you don't get on the card as much, you know, I would, I would be trying to sell as many tickets as I can because you know the more people in the building that are there to support you is always gonna gonna help your cause, you know. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Uh, like honestly, almost like you said, where. Even if you do a pre-show match at the Temple or a pre-show match at uh, the Tadmore, like that match isn't minutes. being seen by anybody outside of that crowd. Like, and yeah, and it's four, like a four-minute match. Four minutes, like, like six. this is your opportunity to be seen. Give yourself footage that you can send people or show people. Like, it's not just your opportunity to be seen more in AIW. This is your opportunity to become more in professional wrestling, and you have to take advantage of that and. You don't want to send a clip to somebody with five people in the crowd cheering for you because you sold uh, two tickets to your parents and then, like, your grandma's there. You want a full crowd full of people and you want people to see who you are and what you bring to the table. And, you know, I'm not putting it. And this is the opportunity. And I'm not putting it all on them, like, hey, you got to sell tickets or else. But, you know, we were, you know, like, the advertising is, you know, is who it is, you know, like, we, you know, we, we didn't really book big names or anything, you know what I mean? So this is kind of like, it's tough. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've purchased that, you know, I've purchased the social media ads just like I normally do for any AW event, but you know, it, there's just not, you know, it's, it, it's different when you're putting, you know, demolition on one show and, 
You know what I mean? You have a bunch of, you know, local homegrown people from the AW Academy on another flyer. It's 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 a harder sell to the general wrestling fan. So, you know, you this is where, you know, you have to kind of pull people in, you know, and like, who know, you know, we, we put the women's match on there <clears throat> and hopefully that, you know, that that helps things. But, you know, it's you never know how that's going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Girls night out events were always so hard to sell tickets to. But, you know, that's another thing is like people are asking for more women's matches and it's like we put one on, you know what I mean? Like, let's how bad do you want? more of them and that's no disrespect to the you know the female talent or anything like that but it's like you know like we we can't do this stuff on every single show that's why we're trying to establish you know these thursday nights as you know a way to where we can kind of you know hit all these different things that we have not been able to do you know like as far as getting more you know female scene getting more of the student scene like there's there's so many different things that like it's it's hard to do when you're trying to have eight matches you know on a on on a show and you know we have produced 40 students you know since the inception of the aw academy <laughs> on top of bringing in other you know attraction talents and you know different things and trying to make the show you know, stand, stand up on a, you know, not just a, you know, local level, but on, you know, a, you know, national level, so to speak, you have to answer to, you know, streams and, you know, just different, there's so many different things that I have to do as a promoter and different kind of avenues that I have to try to like explore as, you know, how to get the most eyes and, you know, that's why we're trying to establish these, these Thursdays is, you know, it, it gives us another opportunity. It gives us, you know, we're not going to stream them. So, you know, I think I think there's going to be 10 matches, I think, on Thursday. Um, you know what I mean? Like there's a little bit more there's a little bit more looser for format. And then, you know, you can't you need time to establish, you know, newer female talents coming in. You know, we've had the same three girls that have kind of rotated around and it's like, because we need more shows to kind of, you know, introduce new people. And that's what we're doing. You know, Thursday that Zia Brookside's back again for, for the second time. And, you know, we have a new debut coming in at, you know, kind of fresh out of, she was also in uh, WWE developmental. Um, so, you know, it's just, you need the, you know, you need these shows to kind of do all these things. And I know, sometimes you know this stuff doesn't always play well or sound good or whatever but like you know it's just like i can't you know i can't just to me like i don't want to just put a woman's match on say like a temple show for the sake of just having a woman's match you know when they haven't been here or, or you know done anything in in aiw and we have like eight storylines going on that we're trying to you know find room for as well you know so like I want to use these Thursdays to establish more things like that. And then, you know, now you, now we have, you know, two more women that are, you know, kind of on the roster that, you know, the crowd is familiar with and, you know, it, one can win, one can lose, one can come back. You, you know what I mean? Another one can, you know, it just, it's kind of like a, like a domino effect. And, you know, it's, if it's not successful, it's, you know, in, we lose these Thursdays again after one show, then, you know, we're back to square one again. 
sorry, that was kind of like a rant and, you know, I'm probably saying too much stuff that I shouldn't say, I guess, but, you know, it's we're known for here. (laughs) Just let you ride. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's hard to kind of serve all these different things and, and make everybody happy. You know what I mean? It's just like, we were getting tweets like, oh, you know, it's about time for, you know, there's a woman's match. And it's like, yeah, but like, there's been a lot of story building with, you know, the production versus the production. And, you know, there's other things going on involving female talents as opposed to just having them wrestle for the sake of wrestling. But, you know, Thursday, we have we have time to establish more. And if we do more Thursdays, we can establish more female talents and, like, so on and so on. And then it's easier to kind of start a story there and, you know, build to other things. Like, there's kind of, like, there there's such a plan as far as we're concerned, like kind of behind the scenes as to how to really maximize the use of these Thursdays to kind of, you know, help build towards, you know, the temple shows and the shrine shows and all the different stuff. And I mean, Oh, sorry. I think part of what you're saying, no, you're fine. Uh, Part of what you're saying too, like I had mentioned, like, this is kind of like the students way to show like, Hey, like this is your way. You're more time, but like also for the fans, you mentioned the women's match, like specifically, we see all the time women. Uh, where are the women's matches? We need more women's matches. Like, the, here's a women's match. If 40 people show up, like, is a women's match going to, like, this is like, a, you need to show up for these things type thing. Otherwise, is it the women's match that's got to get cut? Is it the students' match that has to get cut? Is it, like, I don't know if that's like the nicest way to say it, but. It's very much a the fans need to show up for these things, otherwise things go away. And it's part of like you said with Girls Night Out. Like Girls Night Out was a great thing for women's wrestling, especially in Northeast Ohio. And really there weren't a lot of shows like that back then. But they were so poorly attended and they can only go so long before it just becomes a total loss, and that's why they haven't really been brought back. And it's not a, really a matter of not wanting to bring them back, or it's just the market doesn't seem to be there, especially in this area, for that to come well, back. You know, I'm not putting it all on like the fans of women's wrestling either, but no, no, no. I'm saying wrestling fans in general. Like, I don't think it's just women's wrestling fans. It's and like, I, I and just like I'm just using it general. as an example. Like, you know, if the show is poorly attended, it doesn't necessarily make or break you know, uh, women's matches in AIW. But like, the point is, is like, there are people that like complain to us about it all the time or like, um, and it's like, we're giving it to you. You know what I mean? We're trying to figure out solutions to these things. And it's just like, you know, we're trying to, you know, Ziggy and, and Katie and, you know, Jocelyn, like they need more people to work with and we need more, you know, we need more places to establish it, you know, like I, I just don't know how, you know, using a a main show to, you know, establish, you know, new fresh faces. I don't think that's necessarily the place to do it. And I don't think the crowd would be very receptive to it by like throwing an extra match in there with no context, you know, and then, you know, we can't necessarily put the women's match on as a dark match because you know we would get we would get flack for that as well so it's kind of you know like you can't win sort of thing so it's like 
we want to use these Thursdays to do more, to establish more women. And then, you know, right away, you know, you have, you know, you have someone new for Jocelyn to work with. You have someone new for Katie to work with. You have someone new for Ziggy to work with. You know what I mean? There's just like so many different possibilities. And then, you know, if we do another Thursday, then, you, you know, we can bring in, you know, two more women and, you know, like just start like slowly reintroducing, you know, a division as opposed to, you know, like the start and stop and, you know, things like that. Like, I just don't, it, I don't like, and the same goes for like, this is, you know, it, it's not a women's wrestling thing. It's like also like for just a lot of the talent that are on the show, like the students, like, I don't think people would be receptive if, you know, we just put, you know, two, two students on in a singles match at the temple, you know what I mean? And your eight match show is now nine you know, because we're using it to, you know, establish new characters. Like, I don't think, like, I think those are, those are like pay-per-views, you know, in, in, in a way to where we have to find these other avenues to establish all these new characters and make people care about them. And like, you know, I know that people are going to focus on, you know, that the, the we've said women's wrestling, but it's not women's wrestling. It's just introducing new characters as a whole, to you know the aw fan base and making them care about you know what what's going on because i just don't think and we've seen it over time where you know you put in you know this match just for the sake of getting somebody on and like you know it, it kind of kills the momentum of the show and like that's not to say that everybody on thursday isn't talented it's to say that we need to slowly reintroduce them you know, and, and, and make people care, you know, like, uh, I think a perfect example is, you know, Tyson Riggs has been around for a year, you know what I mean? And he's just, you know, he's done some shows, done a lot of pre-shows and, you know, he's finally just starting people to really react to what he does. But, you know, that's been, you know, a year and a half of like pre-shows and random sporadic things, you know what I mean? Like, and in February, like, I thought he, f he looked the best that he's ever looked, you know? And it's just like, yeah, it just takes, it takes time. But like, if we have these Thursday events that we can dedicate to so many, you know, kind of under the radar and underutilized positions, it's so much easier than, you know, to have, you know, viable footage of Tyson Riggs or Gina Marie or, you know, Shelby Wilder, you know, or like any, anybody that's on the show really in like Zay Garcia. And then it's, you can, you have that kind of thread to kind of work them in. Tyson, uh, Tyson's great. I was talking about the last show and we had kind of put him over a little bit on the podcast or you did. And I said, uh, Hey, did you hear, hear Thorne putting you over on the podcast last week? I was, no, listen to that shit. And they turned around and walked away. <laughs> I thought it was great. I said, okay, uh, see you later. Maybe if you listen to you, get a little bit more opportunity. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Pay attention to what's going on. Walk all the product. I think, I think maybe he does, but he just was faving me a little bit there, but it was it was just very funny. He said, I don't, I don't listen to that shit. And turn around and walked away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for guys like Tyson Riggs, guys like Adelon Black, guys like... Even like like the really newer students, like the Alex Meles and Zay Garcias, the guys who we really haven't seen much out of yet, 
Like this is such a big opportunity for them. Like Doctor Doctor Daniel show C. what they can do Dr. and who they are. Doctor Daniel C. Rockingham coming back from the I dead. Mean, you know he he wants to work his way back in. You know he did Gauntlet and he, you know he got into that surprise Absolution scramble, but he hasn't been seen since. You know he would, I'm sure he would love to be back on you know as a regular roster member. You know like but it takes time for for all that and you know like uh, it's just. I, that's where I think these, like, I think, you know, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like internally, we've had such deep discussions about the importance of these Thursdays becoming successful for just kind of the viability of the future of AIW. And, you know, it, it it's, you know, and we are like, I, I don't want to say developmental because that's like such like a pretentious thing to say about, you know, independent wrestling <laughs> show, but like we want to use it to develop, you know, more acts and characters and, and, and things. And, you know, now we're, you know, we're doing intense TV and we're doing all these kind of different things to where we're, we have all these different ways to kind of grow and feature things. And like, this is, you know, this is how we do it. So, you know, I would really, I would really love for it to go well on Thursday, you know, and if it doesn't go well, you know, we have to, we have things to reevaluate and I don't want to take it out of context that like, Oh, like if it doesn't do well, we're never doing a women's match again. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to establish new women's roster members and this is the perfect place to do it. And then, you know, going forward, you know, if one, one Thursday becomes two Thursdays and two Thursdays turns into six Thursdays a year, there's a lot, a, a ton of opportunity to establish so many more women's talents, so many more of these students. And then, you know, these people that have been driving in and helping out, Dex Royal always has people in the car and all these different talents that are trying to get an opportunity. This is where they will happen at. But, you know, we do need a crowd there to make sure, you know, the expenses are at least, you know, getting covered. Yeah, I mean, it, it's we've said it a few times too. Like these Thursday shows, you almost said like, like student shows in parentheses, whatever. But I mean, there's plenty of legitimate legitimacy to the show. We have a, t- a title match, you know, it's an intense title match. There's plenty of main main character, main roster guys. You know, you got the production open challenge with Derek and Katie. You know, there's plenty of, plenty of guys on the guys and girls on this card that you know are main mainstay names. It's not. It's not, uh, you know, a card full of people you've never heard of. But to your point, though, too, it's, you know, you think about Isaiah Broner's first show was a Thursday show. You know what I mean? That's where right. you're you're bringing in people like that, you know, that get a chance that maybe, you know, there, there's there's nowhere to put some new, you know, brand new faces on some of these, you know, a Tad Moore show or a, uh, a, an intense asylum show. There's just it's just impossible to do, you know what I mean? So and then like you said, there's people backstage every show that ride in with somebody else or blah blah faces, brand new faces that people, you know, you'd never seen in AIW before. But unfortunately the Thursday is the only place that we can really slide people in. But like I said, I think I think the Thursday show is extremely legitimate. You got a you got a title match, you got all kinds of stuff. So I can't wait for Thursday. And I mean like you know, like you said, a perfect example of that Isaiah Broner's first match was a Thursday. Zachary Nystrom's first match was a Thursday at the Winchester. You know, like these, both of these guys now have our title holders in AEW. Right. You know, so like the sky is the limit as to what they can do and what they can, you know, what just getting the, the small little platform in front of, you know, in front of an AEW audience can do. But like we need the AEW audience to be there. And then, you know, also, you know, the, you know, the kind of like, 
double-edged, you know, sword, so to speak, is these people, you know, the, the students, especially the locals, bringing people out to support them. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it it creates new fans and it creates this synergy. And then it's like, oh, you know what? Like, Nipsey Nash is like a huge following, you know? Like, let's toss him in a scramble on a main show, you know? Like, let's do more with him, you know? Like, just stuff like that to where, you know, it's just... Uh, it's mutually beneficial for everybody. And, you know, it, like, it, I think somebody like, you know, like people hated Wes Barkley. Wes Barkley would bring crowds, you know what I mean? And when he brought crowds, it kind of moved him up the chain. You could say the same about Shaw Mason or, you know, Eric Taylor, or there's so many of these guys, you know, Austin James, you know, like, when we're looking and there's like, oh, you know what? Like we got this extra spot here or this thing here, this opportunity here, you know, it, it is a business at the end of the day. So it's like, you know, everybody is kind of, you know, at the, at the same level playing field in a way. So it's like, you're going to go with, like, ah, you know what? Like, I think Austin, Austin James is going to, you know, he got a, Somebody's going to sponsor him to be in the jailet. He's in the jailet, you know, like just little things like that, you know, and it's just like it gives you a competitive edge, so to speak, among your peers. And, you know, like it's, you know, it's maybe it's not fair or people don't like it, but like that's just reality is, you know, it is a business at the end of the day. So, you know, like somebody like Sidney Von England is uh, – extremely talented but he's fighting an uphill battle because he is from england you know what i mean he doesn't know anybody here like so he's always fighting an uphill battle to to establish himself but you know if he has a insane showing at one of these thursday shows it's gonna help kind of help him leapfrog you know the guy that you know might be able to sell five more tickets than him and like you know i think maybe we're getting a little too inside baseball in this podcast i don't know but you know, it's just that's just the way it is. It's reality uh, when, you know, it, it does impact decision making. Um, do you want to run down some of these matches? I know we still have some. There's been some stuff announced. Um, there's been a couple that have not yet. I know we may be announcing some stuff on Intense TV this week. Uh, real quick, too, uh, do you want to address as far as, you know, because that normally airs on Thursdays. We've had two, you know, two in a row air on a Thursday at 755. Um, this week, Dustin, have- Dustin, what do you think? What Dustin? do you think? That's uh, so I think the decision was made that because of the Thursday night shows, if there's a Thursday night show, we are moving intense TV to Wednesdays at 7:55 instead of Thursdays at 7:55. So you will get the same show just the day before. I think, uh, and it'll kind of give you a little bit more information because we should maybe go at 6:55. So we're not head to head with uh, my good personal friend Tony Khan. I don't want to impact. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I don't want to. Let's move up. Yeah, we want to. We want to hurt them too bad. We don't want to. We don't want to get on their radar, taking their. Yeah, I don't want their ratings away. I I know ratings are a big discussion on the internet, so you know maybe you can't can't be maybe go six fifty five on Wednesday. Six fifty five. That's I like that move. Six fifty five Wednesday. uh, What what time's dynamite over? Ten nine fifty five. Yeah, that yeah, seems so late. Six, I'll be sleeping by then. Five is the move. Dustin, do you have a, a bottle of that green green water when you're directing these uh, intense TV? <laughs> the green, I'm going to. I'm gonna start or, bringing. Or we me. can start at six, and then the the actual stream would start at six oh five. You know, a little. 
Oh, I like that idea a lot. Here we are. Just this is how this works, guys. When you when you want to know what an AIW booking meetings like, this is it. It's just back and forth. I like six oh five. I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just six oh five on Wednesdays. To, uh, get everything get everything secured and and, and completed. But um, yeah, definitely gonna put it out there on Wednesday. We'll probably expose uh, a, a little bit of the uh, stuff here early. That's supposed to be getting announced on. Wednesday at 6.05, but yeah, let's, because uh, there's some there's some big stuff that isn't announced yet that we were kind of saving for that, you know, let's, let's push the show over the edge thing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we did have a, you know, an announcement per se on Intense TV of one of the matches. Uh, Shelby Wilder uh, gonna get a chance to get back in the ring here, but uh, it seems Jeff from Corporate is, uh, is making him uh is pay back a little bit of the expenses that were used from from a few shows ago. I think the problem is that Jeff from corporate doesn't think that he was actually hurt. That was what it was. He sent him to another follow up yeah, with another he's doctor. Got, he's got another doctor. Another it wasn't doctor working for him for Shelby to, for for a follow up. It was a thirty five thousand dollar hospital bill. Um, but we do we will have Shelby Wilder taking on Doctor Daniel C Rockingham, like we said earlier. Um, you know, that's a, as a match, like you said, you saw Dan in, in the, uh, that scramble at absolution. And then we saw him in the, uh, in the gauntlet for gold, but he hasn't been around since then. Um, so we will, we will have Dr. Dan back. Uh, oh, you know, we saw Dr. Dan at, uh, at Russell Rager. We saw honeymoon Dan. Did that, I don't know if that we did. honeymoon, we Dan did the honeymoon counts, Dan. Uh, for a regular Dr. Dan, but, uh, we will, we will get those two in action. Um, I'm pretty excited to see. The company you know what I like about that match? <laughs> that's that's the company doctor, but like it's two guys who are kind of coming back. I mean, obviously one's hiatus was a little bit longer than the other, but they're both coming back from hiatus. Both have a lot to prove. Like we said, find a spot on the roster. It's a it's a big something to prove type match, yeah. and those are always good. Yeah, I think yeah. you know, and I and I you know, uh, I don't want to put Doctor Nan over a little too too much. You know, we have our. <laughs> We have our differences that we're still working through a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I, I do think that uh, you know this is a really good, just a really good matchup. You know, just skill wise, Dan has you know some deceivingly really impressive you know wrestling skills that he's never totally gotten a chance to to sh- to show based on how he was you know used and presented over the years. So I think he's like, I think he wants to, you know, kind of take the, take, take the reins off and and let it loose because, you know, he did experience such a long time of, of not having wrestling in his life. (coughs) So I think he's really kind of looking to, you know, let the wheels fall off a little bit on Thursday. And, you know, I, I think Shelby Wilder has, has a ton to prove just based on, you know, he had that, you know, he was just getting started, gets an injury like a, a month after he debuts and then has to come back. And, you know, unfortunately, the the biggest rah-rah welcome back moment is to wrestle his trainer, Dominic Carini, which he had absolutely probably zero chance of ever beating. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that, you know, this is kind of his for real kind of comeback in the, hey, you know, like. Uh, now I really have something to prove, you know? And like, uh, I think, you, you know, I was not like a big fan of the cowboy thing at all. Uh, but I think that it's, he's taking every opportunity that he can 
to make it work and show that it can work. And, you know, it is working, you know, and he's investing in, you know, he's invested in a great presentation and great gear and he stands out. And, you know, I don't know if I, I, I said this on the podcast, but, you know, like, uh, I know people that were at the eye for an eye show and, you know, they were like, well, this guy really stands out because, you know, he is, has a completely different presentation, doesn't come out to rap music, you know, like it just stands out like from the realm of, you know, just indie wrestling norms you know it's just like the the whole thing you know he comes out to a country song he's a cowboy like he has you know flashy looking gear like the whole thing the whole presentation is that mustache <laughs> yeah he's a mustache like the whole thing though <laughs> the whole thing is different you know to where it's you know it makes people pay attention but you know on the flip side of that you know dr dan always has great looking gear like always you know invest in himself as well so, you know, these guys both, you know, are doing and have done similar things. You know, Dan always, you know, was, was a little bit outside of the, you know, the, the norms of, of an indie wrestler presentation as well. So I, I don't know, like initially, you know, I, I let kind of Dom doctor up a, a lineup. And this was a match that I changed myself that I wanted to see. Um, he initially <laughs> had, you know had both of them on the show, but doing different things. And, um, I said, you know what? I, I, I made this switch to this match because I think that they're a great matchup for each other. Interesting. I can't wait for it. Uh, let's see what they see, what they give us. Um, going forward in the card, we do We have another storyline that's been going kind of since last year. Uh, we're going to see Austin James and Vic vice do business once again. And these two have, have been have been beating the hell out of each other for a while now. Um, I'm very excited to see you know the the culmination. I would think of whatever this you know whatever this feud has been. Going back to what we were just talking about, this is what everybody wanted to see the 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 big end. You know, right? Show me that you show me how bad you wanted to see this final chapter. And the feud, we're giving them and the feud, know, no restrictions, no time limits, letting them get it all out of their system. You know. Again, both guys, a ton to prove, obviously, you know, and they've been on that bubble of, you know, getting on shows and, you know, here and there, but not always on shows. You know, both guys in the J-Lit this year, um, <coughs> both guys out first round of the J-Lit this year. So, you know, I don't think either of these guys want to be in the bubble. I think, you know, this is, you know, a match to see, like, hey, you know, am I – Am I made to, you know, find my spot on, you know, more temple shows, more shrine shows, or, you know, am I going to kind of still have to, you know, figure myself out, you know, in, on the pre-show and on Thursdays or on, you know, the, the spot shows that, you know, we pick up throughout the year. So I think that there's a lot of stakes on here, you know, more than just your traditional pro wrestling feud. You know, I think that there's a lot of kind of career implications that go along with this match. Yeah. And it, I mean, this match happened at the first time it happened was at Gauntlet for the gold on a pre-show. And it was like, was so good. Everybody was like shocked by how good it was. They were just, it was going to be a pre-show match. And they just went out there and just tore it up and then brought it into the gauntlet. And they've been wanting to run it back. And now, 
here we are months later. Like they both gotten so much better. This match is going to be one not to miss. Uh, going forward on the card, uh, this one, we, uh, Chuck Stone, a guy who's been ascending the ranks in AIW very quickly, in my opinion. I think Chuck has come on very strong. Versus one of John Thorne's, uh, one of John Thorne's guys, Alex Melee. Uh, this is a, kind of a clash of two styles. You know, Alex is kind of a newer talent on the AIW scene. Uh, Chuck has been around for a minute. Uh, he's, you know, proving himself as a singles competitor. I think Chuck is one of, pound for pound, one of the best guys in the biz. And uh, I think we're going to see why here on Thursday. Hey, let me, let me jump in really quick. Uh, you'll see a little bit of how this match came to be on uh, Intense TV this week. It isn't. It isn't just a match that was put together. Excellent. You know what I mean. So there's some something going yeah, on behind. I, I, I right. got nothing to do with this one. This is all. Well, uh, Je- this is all Jeff from so, corporate. You know, if you want a little context, but you know, as far as my my there's analysis, a- um, two of my absolute favorites. Uh, so I'm really just looking forward to it. And honestly, I think Chuck Stone is doing um, some of his. You know, he's not some of, he is doing the best work of his career. I've said it a million times. He just is totally a different performer, um, in the last, you know, seven, eight months. And, um, you know, unfortunately for Alex Maley, who I think is extremely talented, uh, I don't know how it's going to go for him, but, um, you know, both guys I think have, uh, just a ton of upside and, you know, I'm just honestly, you know, that's what I love about these Thursdays is like, you can do matches like this and like, you know, put them together. And, um, you know, you would probably, if you wanted to see this on the temple show, it probably, you would need, you know, it probably wouldn't even be on the, uh, the whiteboard of ideas for three years. You know what I mean? Like they're just so far away from each other and at different you know points of their careers. But, on a Thursday, you can put this match out there and, you know, who knows, it could be a star making performance for Alex Melee. And, you know, it all takes is something like that. And, you know, like, like we we're, I was talking about a little bit before, but like, you know, I thought Tyson Riggs, you know, really just looked the best he's looked yet uh, at eye for an eye on the pre-show match. Like I just thought, you know, him and Zay Garcia just absolutely ripped it up and, you know, like we're talking about the tickets and all these different things that kind of give people competitive edges, you know, also just a f- unbelievable blow away performance can give you that competitive edge as well. So like, there's just, I, I don't know. Like I feel like my, my brain is like constantly just like moving things up and down like a slot machine. <laughs> and like the, there's just so many different implications that, that can happen from this show. But, you know, I, I think uh, this, this match like Chuck Stone is, you know, he's he's pretty secure in, in, in where he's at and where his spot is at. But somebody like Alex Maley, uh, if he can have, you know, just a, a just unreal, you know, star making performance on Thursday night, like that might kind of, you know, help him leapfrog a couple of people on the roster. Yeah, and that's kind of like what you were saying about why this stuff is so important. These Thursday shows are so important if you're if you're the talent, you know what I mean? You this is this is the moment and your chance to really like you said it I mean especially nowadays with with gifts and you know viral shit you have one really big viral moment that could you know that could change the the course of your career in AIW you know what I'm saying and a Thursday a Thursday night show is a perfect place to you know have something like that happen 
Yeah, no gifts because we're not streaming, but, uh, you know, maybe uh, Justin Summers or Michael Porter or somebody can get some, uh, you know, get some, some Twitter uh, regular old video clips uh, rolling out there. Right. Uh, going forward in the card here, we have a four-way match that I do not think was announced. Um, you can, Dustin can tell me if there, maybe there's something to this on Intense TV or something like that. Yeah, this is also a uh, uh, Jeff from Corporate call. Uh, kind of almost a punishment was how it seems once you see the video of what happened. We but, have uh, heck of a four-way. versus Tyler Jordan versus Kaplan versus Sam Holloway. So, yeah, I mean, that, I'm not sure who's who's getting punished in this one, but uh, there's going to be some punishment handed out by, by some people for sure. I will tell you, it's not who you think oh, it is. Little, it's not who you think it is. Tune in this Wednesday at 6. Yeah. This Wednesday at 6, 6.05. I mean, I'm just... Absolute intense wrestling. Again, kind of the same same position that I just had is, you know, you get to do these kind of random combinations and, um, you know, just different things. And this is a perfect example of that, right? Like Sam, Kaplan, Tyler, Marino, like you'd you'd never see this on a regular show. Um I don't know the context. I'm excited to learn the context on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, just totally different talents. But, you know, I got to say, like, one of Kaplan's best performances was when he was in that scramble a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Low-key, one of the best Kaplan in-ring just chaos. Like, just he's just he's just a chaos bringer. So, you know, like it just perfect. This is just perfect as far as I'm concerned. I don't disagree with you at all. I would say we could leave it at that and uh, check in, uh, check in in intense TV and see some more uh, for, for more context on that one. Um, going forward in the match or in the car, excuse me, uh, the other flip side to the PME coin, we're going to see Philadelphia Collins taking on Eidolon Black. Uh, this should be an interesting <laughs> matchup. Uh, Eidolon Black, a guy we haven't seen too much of in AIW. But again, these Thursday shows, a perfect opportunity for guys that you don't get to see too often, kind of really get to show out and show you you know, what they got. Um, I know I've seen clips of Eidolon out. He's been wrestling out at other places, kind of honing this craft and what he's got going on with this with this character. And I'm excited to see it if, you know, in AIW here. Is that how you say it? L, L, how do you say it? L? Eidolon it's Idolon Black. Yeah, Idolon Black. Yeah, I don't really know Eidolon. too much about the you know this this whole new presentation. Uh, I can say that I was in a hotel room with uh, Idolon uh, and the Boogeyman, and uh, there was things discussed, um, which you know this is now I guess the execution or you know attempt at you know reintroduction um you know i know that he had you know i, I sat there i would i honestly like i've never wished that i had my phone recording ever <laughs> more than that moment but uh just a fascinating conversation um and uh, like i'm not even like being like you know funny about it it was just such a fascinating right. conversation um that these two had about this new character that he wanted to do and um, you know, and I, I know that he did like, uh, one 
kind of pre-show thing, you know, um, he hasn't really gotten much of an opportunity to do it in AIW. I know he's kind of been out, you know, on the road working it out at different places, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is his opportunity to, to kind of do the full pitch, so to speak. And, you know, unfortunately he's in there with the savvy ring general of Philadelphia Collins, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this and looking forward to seeing how this whole thing goes. Cause you know, I don't really know much about it other than, you know, I was there when this was presented, discussed, uh, ideas were bounced off the boogeyman. And, uh, you know, if that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. <laughs> right. Dustin, any thoughts on this one? Yeah. No, I think that's about it. Like Philly Collins is such an underrated talent. Like just generally like, like any go back and find it like his Philly Collins singles match. Like go back and watch him versus Broner from Jalen a couple of years ago. Like that's such a good match. And like, not just as a tag team, like as a tag team, PME are so good, but like Philly and Marino, both as singles competitors are just next level as well. It's what makes them as great as they are. And this is a, this is a test for Eidolon Black. See if he can hang with also some of the best AAW has to offer. <laughs> That's that's we'll we'll figure that out sooner or later, hopefully. All right, keep it going here. Uh, we do have, like I said earlier, we have a title match. We have an intense title match between intense champion Eric Taylor versus the former champ Wes Barkley, looking to get that rematch. You know, finally getting a singles rematch. Uh, I yeah, I mean, that. I think you know this is one that uh, you know people thought was going to happen uh, at eye for an eye, and um, you know it 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 didn't, and Wes kind of you know took the mic and called a shot and um <clears throat> you know got you know got the win there and uh i think he knows he knows he can beat him and uh i think he feels that uh you know he was taken advantage of under the circumstances of having that cash in you know that that jaylet you know that's the whole point winning the jaylet you get that anytime you want title shot never been cashed in on the intense title before um that was a first so I, I think now that, you know, kind of the, the battlefield is leveled, so to speak, that element of surprise is not there. I think, uh, you know, West fully intends to uh, regain his title, which would be a, a huge moment on a, on a Thursday show that is not streaming live. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that's just, you know, it, it's that anything can happen sort of, you know, sort of thing we've been going for with AIW. Um, I certainly think that 100% Wes Barkley can can regain that Thursday. He lives literally, you know, like 50 feet from the Mercury Lounge. Like, he can walk there. So, you know, home field advantage for sure for Wes Barkley this Thursday. And, um, you know, no money shot on the card. Um, no Duke on the card. So Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't see Duke in the graphic or anything like that. That was actually going to be my question. It's tax season. Yeah, he's, he's a busy guy. He's got to so be think, pretty busy right now. Why, you know, uh, I, I think Wes called the shot here. So, you know, it's probably the the, the best, uh, most level playing field he's going to get. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to, you know, these guys, you know, they met in the J-Lit. Um, I think that, uh, you, you know, now, you know, th- this is the main event on Thursday. There's no question about it. Um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, Eric Taylor wants to prove that he is a definitive champion, and I think Wes Barkley wants to prove that he should have never lost that belt. I think that's, you know, just the perfect kind of wrestling story. 
Um, you know, kind of this good versus evil thing. You know, it's hitting all the kind of cliches that you want to hit in, in, in pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, with with no stream, no restrictions, no time restraints, I think that these guys are absolutely going to go out there and try to have, you know, career-defining performances. Absolutely. <clears throat> as you said, as the main event, I probably should we probably should have did that one last, but I have a little weird order going on in the match card here, so that's my fault. Um, but going forward in the card, uh, the production, we have an open challenge on the card here. The production, Katie Arquette and Derek Dillinger issuing an open challenge. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get any, are we going to get any info from that from Intense TV or is that just kind of just open? Nothing on this. We don't know who they're happen. facing. Anything I don't know what, I don't know what the plan anything is. Anything can happen at AIW. Could That's be anything. Love a good surprise. You don't want to miss, you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss Thursday night. Could be anybody. We don't know what Dan House is doing in Tougher Than Leather. What if it has something to do with this? We don't know what could happen on Thursday night. Don't you don't know who's going to be there. <laughs> no, that's uh, true. Yeah. Thursday nights. Very. Uh, that's why we had to move it up because Wednesdays are the nights where they Saturdays. do television tapings. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, going forward, two guys we were actually speaking about earlier. Uh, we're going to see Tyson Riggs, Bear Shark Martial Arts versus Nipsey Nash, everybody's favorite hustler. Uh, two guys newer to the fold. You know, Tyson's been around obviously longer than than Nipsey, but perfect uh, Thursday night, a perfect time to see two kind of maybe uh, lesser known AIW names kind of go at it. And like you said, Tyson been been really kind of doing some of his best work since he's been around in AIW. Nipsey's been a lot of uh, some pre-show stuff. He's been here and there, and I, I'm excited to see what these two are going to do this Thursday. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've, I've already, you know, given Tyson Riggs enough praise on this episode, but, you know, I really think he's kind of trying to, you know, not trying to, but he's really kind of coming into his own and getting comfortable with, you know, his, you know, just overall presentation, offense, all that. And I, I think that, you know, he certainly wants to, be one of those guys that works his way up into the, you know, the main cards and get himself into, you know, a, a main, you know, a main roster, quote unquote, feud. Um, Nipsey Nash <laughs> is a guy that I think has a just there's no ceiling on his charisma and his just overall likability. Um, I think that there is, you know, some to be desired with his in-ring work. And that is where. You know, if he, again, just like I said about Alex Melee, if he goes out there and he has a just blow away performance that nobody, I guess, from, you know, the office end of things sees coming, you know, that is certainly going to open some eyes, you know, especially, you know, for myself, for sure. You know, I think he is, he's one of those guys that has everything else going. He's light years ahead of so many people as far as his just charisma and you know just likability and just comfortability in everything he does he's but he does have to get you know figure out his in ring and i think if he could put that together which is you know we've been beating it in on this podcast but that's the point of these thursday events if he can put the you know those final pieces you know together in the puzzle i think you know just incredible you know just potential for his stock to rise you know like he's just uh he's got all the other other tools you know we've talked about it a million times like you know a perfect example is like tuan tucker who was light years ab ahead of everybody else as far as all that stuff is concerned 
needed to, you know, put other things together. And ultimately, you know, Tuan has kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Hopefully he returns one day, Dr. Dan style. And, um, you know, he is a (coughs) force to be reckoned with. I think, you know, Tuan is probably the, if you want to talk about the just biggest wasted opportunity to come out of the AW Academy, you know, he was given everything and he had so much going for him and he just ultimately didn't put, put it together. And we, you know, haven't seen him in years, but you know, I think Nipsey Nash is kind of in that category to where he's got, he's so light years ahead on different things that it takes other people so long to figure out. If he can figure out the wrestling part, you know, he has just unlimited potential. Like you said, I mean, that's just the benefit of these Thursdays. The more opportunities we can give some of these people, the faster you're going to see some of this stuff, you know, develop and, and be where we want it to be. Uh, going forward in the card, oops, go ahead, Dustin, I'm sorry. That's. I was going to say, and that's like Nipsey Nash, that's what he needs. He needs that time in front of the AW crowd. Like, it's not a, it's not a matter of like when he's going to get or if he's going to get over it's a matter of when he's going to get over and these are the opportunities for him to do that in front of them and give them what show them what people see outside of the ring from him i guess would be the way to Uh, do it forward in the card got a couple more here we do have a women's match uh returning uh to aiw again zaya brookside this time taking on the debuting gina marie I'm not the most well-versed in women's wrestling, unfortunately. I, that's my fault. Uh, but Gina Marie is from uh, IWC, I think you said? Well, she, well, she was signed to WWE um, NXT. Okay. And uh, has, you know, he, she started, you know, kind of showing up in independence in the area, you know, doing IWC, doing some Pittsburgh independence, doing some, you know, some other things. You know, obviously she wants to work her way back to that contract. Um in that job so she has a ton to prove and you know Zia Brookside you know was kind of in the same boat and has recently signed with with TNA Wrestling um, I thought you know much in, in the kind of realm of you know how I've talked about Dex Royal that you know that show that I went to a Black Label you know I saw so many talents for the first time live and in person and you know that a great you know like we've been talking about on this show like this podcast about this show but a great kind of blow away performance can, you know, really just elevate you in, in, in my mind. And I saw Zia Brookside wrestle at that Black Label show, and I thought she was just it's so incredibly talented. And, you know, that's why we brought her in and she, you know, she worked with Katie a couple months ago. <coughs> and, um, you know, we've been trying to think of a way to, to get her back into the mix. And, you know, like we said, it's just hard to kind of, you know, try to, you know, force somebody into this spot when we have all these kind of different stories and different things developing, you know, like it's, and then, you know, she has now her TNA schedule and, you know, so we were just trying to figure out ways to kind of, you know, where we can bring her back. And then, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, she doesn't have a booking on a Thursday. Um, Cause you know, also, you know, not for nothing, you know, we, we've said all these different things, but there are far less girl performers than there are male performers. And, the girl performers are booked up and they're very sought after, you know, especially on a Friday and a Saturday, you know, so it's a lot easier to kind of, you know, do this and establish these relationships on, on these Thursday shows. Um, you know, so we were able to kind of, you know, work out a deal to bring her back. And, um, (coughs) you know, Gina Marie was somebody that, you know, we were looking for an opponent and, um, you know, it goes back to that same thing, you know, like, 
do do we want to just bring Zai in and, and she works with Jocelyn and then you know that's it or you know do we want to take this opportunity to establish you know another new female talent and I thought that that was going to be more beneficial um, long term for AIW and you know building different people up uh, to bring in a, a fresh face so you know we kind of were looking around and you know seeing who you know who's out there and who's you know who's available and we've been hearing a ton about <laughs> Gina and um, we reached out and we were able to work out a deal because you know like I said it's a lot easier to secure these bookings you know on a Thursday as well for the female talents um, so you know that's that's really the story here is you know th there's really no dog in this fight so to speak I think for for anybody other than you know somebody's going to win and somebody's probably going to be invited back and you know the person that that loses might also be invited back down the line it's just just about establishing kind of new you know new people on the roster and kind of you know putting new people into the talent pool and for someone like Gina Marie like the AIW history of hitting on women's performers like like finding the right like just like being their home like somebody like a Mia Yim somebody like an Allison K like the list goes on and on. Shayna Baszler, like AIW is like a place where like women's wrestling and women's wrestlers have found a place to be elevated. And for Gina Marie, who's a, I mean, a relatively unknown when it comes to the professional wrestling scene, like this is a great place for her to maybe find her footing, make a name for herself and become a star on that level. Um, moving forward, last match we have here on the list, uh, we have a tag match. We're going to see Dominic Greeny and Shaw Mason tagging versus Sidney Von England and Zay Garcia. Uh, this this should be a good one. I know Sid and uh, Sidney Sydney and Zay have a have a bit of a, a stable going with Vic. I believe Bax is what they're calling themselves. So this will be a, you know an opportunity for us to see in AIW to see you know something I've I've seen them out on the road you know taking their act around working working this out on the road and I'm I'm excited to see it here in AIW Zay Garcia a guy that I'm really excited for I think Zay has a huge ceiling and Sid I think Sid is a very underrated talent personally yeah I mean I think this is just a great opportunity for you know especially Sid and in Zay you know if they can get a win over Sean Dom. You know, now yeah, we have a new huge. now we have a new tag team established. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's just I don't know. Like, I really just I get excited about the potential of this whole just idea of everything that can come out of this Thursday, and you know, just the how you can use it to just develop and establish so many different things, and you know, just uh, I don't know, drop breadcrumbs for different stuff that we can do down the line, and um, yeah, it's just that I think that you know. This is going to be, you know, your 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 big heavy hitting match on the card. <coughs> um, I don't think that there's anybody that thinks it's going to be anything else. But it's, uh, you know, uh, I just think that there's there's so much, you know, like Sid is su like you said, he's super underrated. You know, I like Sid too, you know, and I I think that Sid has a ton a ton of upside. He's tried, you know, and he's unfortunately just in he's been in that trying different ways to present himself and kind of establish himself. You know, he's been around for a couple of years, you know, you've seen him do a few different kind of presentations and he's still been trying to figure it out and work it out. And, you know, like we've talked about with Tyson Riggs, you know, same thing, you know, he finally, finally feels like it's clicking for him. And I think that Sid kind of, who's been out on the road with Zay Garcia, 
I think that it's clicking for him now as well. And he's, you know, he's finding that confidence. Like we've talked about Chuck Stone, you know, finding that confidence is, you know, it's just paramount in, you know, becoming what you envision yourself when you sign up at a wrestling school, you know, like yeah. you, you have all these kind of, you know, just delusions about what you're going to become. But, you know, finding the confidence once you're in an actual wrestling ring is a completely different thing. And uh, I, I feel like Sid is really finding that and, and, you know, feeling more comfortable. And I think, you know, uh, collateral damage is, you know, from that is, you know, Zay Garcia is a guy that showed up at training confident and has never second guessed himself. And I think that kind of has, you know, whatever rubbed off on, on Sid, even though Sid is, you know, the longer, you know, tenured veteran. I just think that, you know, sometimes you just need to be around a little bit of youth and, you know, it just, it, it, it clicks. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of potential for this show on Thursday. I think it's big time potential for this show Thursday. Really excited. I uh, hope everyone hope hope to see everybody out there. Twenty dollars at the door. Uh, all tickets twenty dollars. Do we have any of the early admission left? Or is it all sold out? Oh yeah, we do. I think we got ten of them left. Okay, if you want to get in early, because there is usually a smattering of kind of seats, and there's some table areas sort of in the back. So if you want to get in early, you can grab those seats up. Uh, it's five dollars extra, but all tickets twenty dollars. Um, full bar, like John Thorne said. You know, the 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 place is great. I love Mercury Music Lounge. I like the I like the the venue that we're you know the room that the show is in. I think is a, is a good spot. It's bigger than the Winchester room. You know, for people that used to come on Thursdays, there's a lot more room to spread out in there. There's a lot better sight lines of the ring and the show so you know if you didn't go to the halloween show at mercury music lounge this is kind of a whole different presentation than what we're doing at the winchester which is why we we are hopeful that (coughs) we can make it successful and do more of these because it is a bigger space there is a lot more room that it is a better fan experience i think overall um so you know we're hopeful that it's successful but for you know, we need people to come out for it to be successful. They want people in there drinking, you know, and buying food. And, you know, uh, they want a busy bar on a Thursday night. That's why they're taking a chance on us. Uh, if we don't do good, they'll just book a band or something, you know, like uh, that's just kind of, you know, that's the entertainment business. You know, if, if we don't bring a crowd, we go down the priority list. You know, if we bring a crowd, we go up the priority list. That's just, you know, like, you know, we were saying about, you know, the, the students that, you know, have people come out and support them versus the ones that don't, you know, that's, we're in the same kind of boat. You know, if we don't deliver, you know, they're not going to really consider us for dates that we want to do there again. But if we deliver, maybe, you know, we, we edge out the karaoke guy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's, <laughs> can we get a karaoke guy? I think we can make that happen. <laughs> Hasn't been added. They had a little post show karaoke. Yeah, after the Halloween show, that's what that was. Did they? That was the big thing in the other room. Was karaoke? I had to leave. Had to be in one room and karaoke in the other room. Oh man, if they have karaoke yeah. again, that'd be so awesome. I was going to say, going to sing. I might have to call off work the next day. What's your What's your go to karaoke? I always sing a tune. I love singing a tune. <laughs> oh, I have so many go to karaoke songs, Pat. I can't just show be up on Thursday my, and find can't just be giving out. away my secrets. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Tim Dodds once called me the wow. world heavyweight champion okay. of karaoke. Tim Dodds, stand-up <laughs> comedian, though. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Is he really? That's former. Yeah, somebody sent me former some, mini uh, golf Tim champion. Stand-up comedy the other day. 
Was Let's it you, Dustin? Some, who sent me that? Yeah, I was going to say, send that to me. No, send I'd love to, to see it, though. Okay. Um, all right. Well, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, there wasn't any questions or anything in the in the Discord. If you want to be uh, a, a Patreon, we do have all different levels on the Patreon tiers. Uh, you know, as low as five dollars. Uh, and we are we, we are actively working on that redevelopment of the tiers and what you get and everything like that. That is in the process. We hope to roll it out. You know, either next month or by April first, I think. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor AIW for any of the shows, Intense TV, we're always looking for sponsorships. Email Jim at AIWrestling.com and he'll get you working on any anything, you know, any sponsorship deals, any type of, if you have a brand or anything like that. Yeah, and you if you know, watched like, Intense TV, there's some great branding locations. You get that whole five-minute countdown clock. You know, you get, you know, whatever the name is of, of your company and the title of, of the video that goes across all of our social media platforms. I mean, there's a lot uh, that you get out of that. So, you know, don't uh, don't pass it up. It's trust me, it's very affordable advertising for the amount of people it reaches. You know, I think. <coughs> yeah. Intense TV. We got space for commercials. Yeah, if you got like actual video commercials. I, I think every episode. Like, let's, tally we're out here for you guys. Across. All of the, the platforms, you know, we're easily getting, you know, 10,000 plus impressions on each episode, you know, so far the first two weeks, um, you know, so it's getting, you know, it, you get a lot, you get a lot of action for, for, for the price. Trust me, it is very, very cheap. Uh, so uh, hit up Jim at ARWrestling.com. Uh, let's get, uh, let's get you sponsoring uh, a week of Intense TV. Absolutely. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, boys? I got nothing. I've, I've said no. I don't think I've anything. Honestly, much. show up to the show up on Thursday. People are gonna not like you know my <laughs> reality based ex- explanations of how these students need to draw. But uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the same boat we're in. You know, we got to draw, or else we're not getting a show at that place anymore. You know, it's just kind of uh, you know it all kind of rolls down. Yeah, and so it's just like it's domino effect. No, it's it's pressure, but it's also like yeah, you know, <coughs> if we don't cover, we don't cover, and uh, you know, I, I'm very confident in in, in March 22nd. You know, we've already sold out the front row. We've already sold out all all the tables. I think that has the potential to be the biggest AW show of all time once it's all said and done. When when everything rolls out, uh, and all the, you know, there's more special guests that are to come. Um, so. Yeah, uh, don't don't fuck up and miss that show live. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because there's stuff that has, still hasn't even been announced yet. There's, there's a stuff, ton. some ma- major stuff that has been announced. Yes, yeah, stay Absolutely. tuned to Intense TV. Um, That's all I'll but say. Don't, and, and and also you never know you what know, you're going to find I'm out. Saying, uh, April twentieth, uh, just on Patreon, over fifty percent of the front row tickets sold. <laughs> so hell yeah, um, that show is you know we just kind of put it out there to kind of you know just have it out there was shocked when you know that show has sold more pre-sale for april than we've sold this thursday um so not the rap show (laughs) yeah and it's not the rap show either like you know it's just uh you couldn't pass up on that name but uh the rap show is going to be in june but yeah so i mean we're trying to get organized we're trying to get things out there i i really you know i even though thursday is a little doom and gloom Thursday is not a, a show that would cripple the company. It's just a show that if it doesn't do good, we don't do any more of them. 
Um, and you know, we focus just on the temple and the shrine. And, uh, I do feel like this is going to be like, I, I really do feel like this is our, our year or whatever you want to say. Like, I, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to do some of our biggest crowds this year in 2024. It's already just the way March 22nd is trending. And I know we got some things in our back pocket that we still got to roll out. I think that's going to be huge. I think, you know, just people coming to AW and 420, just that idea is going to be huge. And um, Gauntlet for the Gold is going to be fucking gigantic. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Like, fucking gigantic. Uh, so, fucking get on board. Get on the email list. Get on the Patreon. You're not going to want to miss getting these fucking tickets. I'm never this confident. And I know that those three shows are going to do fucking huge numbers. I'm fully 100% confident in what we've put together on all three of those right now. I want, I fucking want to fill that fucking lower bowl. I don't even want to fill the fucking temple. I just want to fill the lower bowl. That's my goal. And I think we have a great chance to do that in March. And if not March, fucking for sure in May. Hell yeah. All right. Well, for everyone here, for everyone at AIW, for John Thorne, for Dustin Alberti, I am Ryan Two Legs. We'll see everybody this Thursday at the Mercury Music Lounge, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. See you guys there.